Thanks for choosing to listen to another City Point West podcast. I trust that this message empowers and encourages you to continue your journey of faith. Enjoy. I do want to, you know, have a little proviso. Full disclosure, you came to a church this morning. Yes? If you're watching with us online, welcome, but you chose to be here. We are a Christian Bible-based church and I am speaking to women in Jesus' Name, Amen. Okay, have I made myself clear? I will be preaching the Word today and I will not apologise for it. I am very confident in who my God is and who I am and who you all are. So thank you so much for joining us today. All right, now that we've got that out of the way, let's get started. Okay. Um, Happy Mother's Day to everyone. Let me start with that. Eva, happy Mother's Day. All right. So I love the fact that in God, in His nature, He made man and He made woman, but He made us in His image. So we have a part of God's nature within us. Just think about that. Men and women, you have God's nature within you. It's like He shared Himself in amongst us. And God uses throughout the Bible, He uses metaphors um, to describe his heart. And he talks a lot about mothers in the Bible, in the mothering heart, but he, he uses this metaphor to show us how much he loves us, how much he cares for us. Um, in Isaiah 66, 13, it talks about it constantly, describes the way that he loves us. But here are some more scriptural references about a woman's nature. So as we have a look at these, come on, picture it with me. See yourself in these. God, He comforts. He comforts in Isaiah 66, 13. It says like He comforts His people like a mother comforts a child. Can you see God comforting you today? God nurtures like a woman would never forget her nursing child. Oh, can you imagine the God? Can you see the God enveloping you today? He oversees. He's an overseer. He's all-seeing, all-knowing. God is like a mother eagle hovering over her young. God is a prayer warrior. God seeks the lost like a housekeeper tries to find that lost coin or that lost toy or that lost jumper or that lost shoe. Come on, can I get an amen from the women in the house? Doesn't matter what age you are, if you have anybody in your world, they would have lost something. Um, God is a God of longevity and patience. God cares for His people like a midwife that cares for a child that's just been delivered. God is a protector and God experiences the fury of a mother bear. I love that analogy because I'm like, I can relate to that. Touch one of my people and watch out. I will try to excuse you from the equation and just look at the spirit that is um, driving behind you. But hey, if you stay in the way too long, you'll cop it too. So like a mother bear, amen, come on. God is this protector like a mother bear. God is love. And in Luke it says, Jesus longed for the people of Jerusalem like a mother hen longs to gather her chicks under her wings. Have you ever seen a duck walking across the road and like honking like, oi, you're taking too long, oi, then come back and then gets her bill and nudges it up and moves it along like a mother hen just protects them all, loves them so much. Women, we are designed by God on purpose for a purpose. God didn't think of us as an afterthought. (laughs) So many jokes as I'm preparing this, but I thought, oh, come on, keep it serious. 
but I had to have at least one. But God had to make, you know, a draft before He made His masterpiece. So I'm just saying. (laughs) And that is why I preach every now and again, because when you don't have the mic, we are designed on purpose, for a purpose, absolutely, diligently, strategically woven together. Come on, and after Genesis and the mess that happened with Eve, like I'm just so thankful it wasn't like Adam and Wendy in the Garden of Eden. I don't want that responsibility. I don't know what I would have chosen. But if it was me now, me who I am back then, it would have been so much worse. So uh, just be thankful it was Eve uh, and not me. But like God's love and His advocacy for women shines throughout the Bible from that moment on. Even though we've been given more pain during childbearing, of course, the sin, the repercussions of sin out of the Garden of Eden. But throughout the Bible, you look at the women that God has highlighted. You look at the ones that have had such rough upbringings and rough scenarios around their world, but the honour and the dignity that God continues to draw out of the women. So continue to have that attention and responsibility and um, are paid to women throughout the Bible. God shows that. God shows that very clearly. Today, I want to have a couple of thoughts to what motherhood is. So keep coming with me today. Let's look at what the Scripture says that motherhood is. Now, I've got a couple of Scriptures today because I want you to know I'm not preaching heresy, but they are up on the screen so you can take a photo. I can. They'll be online. You can watch it later. So motherhood truly is a gift. It really is a gift. I remember when I was younger and I thought, I don't know if I can see it as a gift today, maybe tomorrow, <laughs> I'll be feeling better about y'all <laughs> and, uh, and I'll consider you a gift. But truly, children are a gift. They really are. And no wonder the Scripture says, count it all joy when you go through various trials. Because it produces patience in you and don't try to get out of anything early because it will really develop a well-formed maturity in you. Children will do that. I'm all right with that. I am such a better person for my three boys and who they've developed me. I've pushed in more than I could ever have imagined. I'm a stronger person and a stronger Christian, stronger Jesus believer because of what we have gone through together as a family. And I couldn't thank my boys enough. So they are my gift. Motherhood, it grows our understanding of God's mercy and His grace and His love. For me personally, I can attest to that. And then we pay it forward. Motherhood is a gift to our children. Physically, our physical children. But you know what? Even though I have three boys, I have lots of God divine appointment children. I've got a lot of children that are in my life that I never expected. Um, Some have been with me for a season and some are still in my world. And I am so thankful for those ones. And I take it seriously. I think of Jess and Braden Preston. I think of the youth that they oversee. The community children whose parents wouldn't even have a clue where they are. It doesn't matter whether you are a natural or a spiritual or adoptive or just an in my world kind of mother or parent. We are here to reach out, open the blinders to our lives and envelop those in our world, our next door neighbours, our kids' friends, the ones that just don't have anybody to show the love of God to. That is who I'm speaking to today. And honestly, it's speaking to each and every one of you. Amen. 
Can you see yourself coming with me today knowing that this message is for every single one in this room? Children are a gift. Motherhood, it's a blessing. It is a blessing in Psalm as it says, children are a gift from the Lord. And if you need reminding, let it be reminded to you today, children are a blessing in Jesus' Name. If you need to say it again, write it on your mirror and every time you wake up, children are a blessing. (laughs) Oh, awesome. George Eliot has this quote and he says, life began with waking up and loving my mother's face. Oh, can you just, for those that have had natural children, do you just remember that moment where they literally hand you that baby and you think you are so small, you are so innocent and you are so lovely and I just can't believe that our God made you. That our God is so magnificent that He made you. And I'll stop there because there are men in the room. It just gets a bit nasty after when you talk about childbirth. Let's just move on. Children are a blessing. Motherhood is ordained by God. And I am unmovable on that. Absolutely, I'm going to prophesy it and declare it today. Motherhood, we are ordained by God to be mothers. Whether we physically have children in our lifetime or we will just open our blinders and welcome every child into our world that God brings along. In Psalm 139, it says, But God, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body. You knit me together. You designed every child. You planned every child and you loved every child. Motherhood is ordained. We are called to love. We are called to nurture. We are called to absolutely envelop these ones into our worlds. John 15, 16. God, I did not, you did not choose me, but I chose you, says the Lord. I have appointed you. Mums, spiritual mums, natural mums, God has chosen you. It is not a mistake. There are people in your world that, are, that you may not even know about that watch you, that glean from you, that just wait for that hello from you. Never underestimate the power that you have and the love that gets drawn out of you by people in your world. Never underestimate it. You have been ordained by God and God has chosen you and appointed you. Feel that beautiful weight today. The revelation, I'm calling you in Jesus' Name. I can feel the Spirit of God reaching out to women. I can feel a couple online. I can feel a couple in this room. And you're like, but I haven't had kids before. I have lost some children. God knows it all. God knows it all and He is still calling and He's still calling and He's still calling you. He's deposited something on the inside of you to make sure it keeps living and breathing and developing, amen? Even if you are mature in age and full of wisdom and you are still breathing air on this planet, God still has ordained you to be here for such a time as this. We do not get old and then get unuseful. Otherwise, God would have taken us long ago. Us. Oh, I'm only 47. So, would have taken you lot. (laughs) There is still an absolute, genuine, heartfelt calling of Father God in your hands, in your heart, to continue to reach out. Amen. Motherhood is full of hope. Full of hope. Because mums, you know when we just feel hopeless... It's not good. 
I'm declaring today that motherhood is full of hope and full of wonder. In Proverbs 22, bring up a child, teach a child in the way it should go. Hope that every seed that we deposit into their lives. Now I know I'm speaking to mums on Mother's Day, but come on, men in the room. God calls us both. Receive it both. Be challenged by God today. I know I'm speaking the word mum a lot, but know that it is for us all. So teach a child, teach a child, bring them up, sow everything that we have. Honestly, I feel like it keeps us on our toes and in a, in a world that we live in today, our kids, they need it more than ever. Our future is in their hands. If we don't sow into them, who's going to? That's a scary thought. Who are we leaving the deposit of the gospel in whose hands? So continue to feel the call of God to reach out to every child, take every opportunity to sow into them. Word in season, divine appointment. Look every day who we can sow into, amen? Look every day when you're filling up the car with petrol, who is God letting you be aware of in your world, even if it's a moment, even if it's a smile. Today's day and age needs us to rise up, needs us to rise up and be full of faith, be full of hope, be full of confidence. Know and be reminded that we are ordained for this calling. And then we just open our eyes and open our heart, open our arms, open our houses if we need to, invite for a meal. Whatever it takes, be available. Amen. Motherhood is a calling. Throughout the Scriptures, it is a high and important calling. Proverbs 31, it says, And her children stand and bless her. You know, I can say, I truly can say, there are so many children in my world, my boys, definitely. There's moments where they will bless me and they might not even know it. The different things that bless me, they're standing as strong men they're getting their lives together. They're getting jobs and they're doing well with their money and they've just got their heads on straight. And the messages that I get from some of the girls, I'm like, man, they bless me. They bless my heart. Who blesses you? Do we stop long enough to recognise when someone is blessing us? Do we see it as a blessing or go, oh, good, yep, great message, thanks. Or do we actually stop for a moment and receive the blessing that that is? We need to be aware and not rush. Relationships must be cultivated. They must be welcomed. They must be appreciated. And they must weigh on us for a moment before we move on. See them as a blessing from God. See them that they are intentionally and divinely there for you to be encouraged and continually to be loved on by your children. So not going to cry. Luke 1, 46, and it says, My soul, good. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in my God, my Saviour. For He has looked on the humble estate of His servant. Now, this is Mary speaking, Mary, the mother of Jesus. But I see myself, God has seen all of us in this place. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Saviour, for He has looked on His humble servant. 
God looked at me and gave me my three boys. God has looked at you and given you your children. God looked at you and knew that you would be trustworthy enough to have children that might not be your natural children around you in your world. He has entrusted you enough to bring them along and knew that you would carry His heart and not let them go. Champion when they get married and have their kids. Be their spiritual grandparents to their children. Godparents, that's the word I was after. Never wing it. If it's not in your notes, don't go there. So moving on. (laughs) Sorry, Jake. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. Now, I tell you what, we call Mary blessed. Amen. She carried Jesus and gee, she did it well. And I loved watching the Passion of the Christ when I got to see what it could have been like, imaginatively, what it could have been like when Mary was watching Jesus grow and He skinned His knee when He was running and playing, when He was lost for a couple of days and He was in the temple um, being trained and taught the Word. The mother's heart where she's watching Him carry that cross, knowing that that was His calling and His destiny. Mother Mary was just a girl and she said, God, you know what? Use me, use me, I'm okay with that. Mums in the house, surrender before God and say, God, use me. While we're still here on this earth, God, use me. God, use us. Amen. Use me. Amen. This quote by unknown, mothers hold their children's hands for such a short while, but we hold their hearts forever. And there are some children that will hold your heart forever. Thank you, Jesus. Motherhood is worthy of honour in Ephesians. Worthy of honour, worthy of honour. Where there is honour, God blesses. Amen. Come on, let that Scripture sink in for a minute. Where there is honour, my children do. My children do. We've taught them to use their manners. We've taught them to be respectful. We've taught them to love. We've taught them to appreciate. And they've been pretty good at it. (laughs) I'll say they've been pretty good at it. (laughs) Women, we are called to teach what is right, what is pure, that accords with sound doctrine. That is our calling. Ground ourselves in sound doctrine. Know that what we share and what we value, it's going to come out. Whether we preach it, whether we live it, it is going to come out of our lives for all of us. But this is our role according to sound doctrine that leads to good works. Did you catch that? Sound doctrine is definitely the value. But what overflows from that is a heart to serve. A heart then and our children. You've seen different ones of them here and serving in different, different ones, serving in the house of parents that have taught the value of who God is to them. Therefore, the overflow is I want to serve. I want to use everything in my heart to be able to serve the Lord. I see Mia here and she serves in City Kids and I just love her heart. She has been shown by the most amazing City Kids leaders and by amazing parents. And I honour you, sweetie. I honour you that you have a heart that you will use what God's put in your hands. Good job, baby. For example, it's about passing on that generation to generation to generation to generation. And it's about a community that stands together 
doesn't let one fall behind. Because we all have our seasons, amen? This is our purpose. This is our purpose. And in a world that's too busy, sometimes we forget our purpose. Sometimes we get a little distracted and a little too busy. Sometimes we just get a little distracted. How about some motherhood how-tos? All right, keep coming. How to do motherhood. Are you ready? We as women must surrender and submit to God's plan. Good. No one's like, thought she was going to give us something good then. Come on, women. We must surrender and submit to God's plan and His design, knowing that we cannot do it on our own. We cannot do it on our own. We shouldn't want to do it on our own. We shouldn't try to do it in our own strength. Man, I know on my off days, I just get a bit distracted and I try to do it on my own. I just fall in a heap. And I get back up and God's like, are you done? I have a great relationship with God. He speaks to me how I talk. What's with you? <laughs> Come on. I'm like, right, dust myself off. No little pity party? You're not going to join me for a second? He's like, nope. <laughs> when you're ready, come on. Let's do it together. Let my rhythms of grace. Amen. My rhythms of grace. So women, we must surrender. Not in our own strength. We need God. The Bible teaches us how to be mothers by pointing our children toward Jesus and praying for them. God continues to reveal to us who Jesus is to us and then our role is to then say out of the overflow of my heart and my revelation come on kids this is who God is this is who Jesus is this is who my Jesus is it's not like okay Joshi Jade and Jordan that is who God is it's like no 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 this is who God is come on let's do come on son come to me this is who God is let's share him together so it's about involving involving motherhood, God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, who is in us, living and breathing in us to envelop our children into that environment. And we pray for them. We pray. Come on, we've been given authority. Mums, dads, I'm gonna speak to both of you for a minute. We have been given authority. Jesus said, when I leave, I will send the helper so the Holy Spirit is with us. He is with us. And He said, when I go, I give you all power and authority in my name. So it is so important that we remember that we know who we are in Jesus. We know our authority. In the Bible, remember when it said, the devil comes up and says, oh, Jesus I know and Paul I know. Never deviate from your notes. Paul I know. But then who are you? And I thought, you know what? I'm going to stand face to face with the devil and go, you know who I am. Jesus is on the inside of me and I will absolutely not back down anymore in the name of Jesus. I know who I am and I will not bow. I will not bow down. So every day I remind myself that that is my commitment. (laughs) Every day I speak to myself and go, Wendy, you're a child of God and you are called for this. Every day I stand and say, I know my authority and then I come to pray for my children and I see all of heaven, every angel at the 
my disposal, if you know what I mean. Like, and I pray and I see the angels covering my children. I see them covering the church. I see them hovering. I see them over the minds of the ones I'm praying for and believing for. I see it because I stand. Church, as we stand and we know our authority, we know who we are, we don't apologise. We don't apologise for praying for our children. We don't wish that God, God, I hope, I hope you do something in their lives today. No, no, no. We've been given power and authority to move heaven and earth. Tell spirits they must absolutely be bound and be quiet and be gone in the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on, a little bit of faith. Continue to stir in this house. You get it by the end. You'll get it by the end, church. Come on, keep, keep coming in. As we pray for them, we've been given authority to pray. Pray through your house. Mums, walk through your house. Take every room in, release the Holy Spirit into every room of every house in your house, every room in your house. Walk in the room, see the power of God, see the Holy Spirit hovering, see the angels where they're posted, at the door, at the window. They are on guard. They are absolutely here to stand and protect and minister to our children. Continue to pray. Pray around the hearts and the minds and the soul and the spirit of our children. Every thought. You know, when Moses was letting the Israelites cross the Red Sea, you know, a million people, he's got his staff. He had to stand like this. Who has ever done gym stuff? <laughs> that staff might not have weighed a lot. After 10 minutes, it, it took like all day. It took a long time for a million people to get through there. So Aaron and her came along and held his arms up. He had help to stand and pray and believe that these people would be saved. So when we stand in agreement for our children, we can create an environment for them and bind the Spirit for them, apply the blood of Jesus over them when they can't do it for themselves. Whether they're too young or not so young and not really wanting it yet. We still have authority to protect them. We still have authority to be able to stand in the gap for them. Picture us like the Aaron and the her standing there with Moses. Moses is the child. We're standing there lifting their arms up, believing for them, encouraging them. <coughs> okay. So in Luke 10, when it says, look, I've given you authority over the power of the enemy and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and you can crush them and nothing will injure you. Do we believe that? Do we need reminding of that today? Come on, let that Scripture, if you're going to take any Scripture home, let that be yours today. Let it be the reminder and declaration over your life. Man, woman, it does not matter. If you have people in your world, let that Scripture speak and declare over you today. That when you stand and believe, absolutely nothing can harm you in the Name of Jesus. It may give its best shot, don't get me wrong. There might be hard days, some are easier than others, but that is the Word of God that we stand on and believe for every day, every minute of every day for our kids, for the people in our world. Now, wouldn't it be nice if I just said, okay, that's the end of the message. Do you feel encouraged? Off you go, have a great life. All the best with the kids. Um, if only it was that easy, but, and if only one message would be enough, but let's not be naive. Let me not give any credit to the enemy, but let's have an awareness moment. Can you keep coming? 
We need to understand that there is resistance. To us being who we are called to be as parents, there is gonna be some resistance. Let's not be naive to what that is going to be, but let's be fully aware, eyes open, spirit alert, and take it head on. Amen. Six, seven. Can I see that hand? Can I see that hand? Come on. Come on. John 10, 10. The thief comes to rob, kill and destroy. The devil doesn't care who he uses. He will try to rob us. He'll try to steal. He'll try to kill us. He will try to use anyone, anything to take us out, to get us off calling, to get us off confidence. He will use false prophets in the Bible, just deceived, not bad people. He will use public opinion. He will use peer pressure. He will use social media perfection, the photoshopped family examples. The devil doesn't care how he gets us off focus, but he will try. When we are aware that the thief implies deception, it implies trickery. So the devil being the father of lies, he tries to steal our confidence. He tries to rob us of being a woman and a mother and just confuse us. He tries to steal our joy. That sometimes the mundane task, the joy of just seeing the kids when they come home from school, He robs us of the joy and focuses us on all the toys laying around and all the mess in the kitchen and all the sleepless nights. He robs our joy. He tries to get us so confused off the main point of the main point is that we are blessed and we are called and we create our environment in Jesus' Name. Amen. He tries to rob our peace, our centre of Jesus and the Holy Spirit, which we live out of. He tries to steal it. He tries to rush us. He tries to pressure us so much that we just are just a bit off today and we don't handle things the way we should or the way we wish we could or we wish we had of and then brings guilt. He tries to steal our faith. He tries to say, you don't have enough faith. You're not strong enough. You should get someone else to pray, but they're busy. So you should just be a good enough mum on your own. You should be a good enough dad on your own. He tries to steal our faith. He tries to show us our children that they're a bit too far gone and that it's too late. It is never too late. He cannot steal from us. He cannot destroy. He cannot destroy our self-image. We don't need to compare mum to mum. My gifts are so different to yours and you might do the most amazing baking things with your kids. I would just burn the house down (laughs) accidentally. You know, we gotta be okay with what's our gift in our hands, in our hearts, given by God. Come on, our self-image, our God calling. He tries to steal our God calling. Mm -mm. Nope. Come on, let's have a little look at Jesus' example of how He dealt with the deceiver. All right, let's bring it back to the Word. How the devil tried to steal from Jesus and how to rob Jesus. So in Matthew 4 is the reference, but Jesus went into the wilderness and He was tempted. And on the third time, and it says that Jesus was hungry from fasting and the devil came another time and He said, if you bow down to me, Jesus, I'll give you all of this. Jesus knew, I mean, He knew who He was. There was no way He was going to be deceived. 
He was tired though. He was hungry though. But I imagine Jesus would have been on, after 40 days of fasting, I believe he would have been sitting quietly somewhere, reflecting and just spending time with God. And I can imagine he may have even looked up and thought, whatever, man. (laughs) But I reckon Jesus would have gone, I don't care how tired I am, how hungry I am. You cannot convince me that no matter how hungry I am, that it's worth me listening to you. I'm not going to listen to you. I bet he would have hung his head and went, back off. I know who I am. And the Word of God says that, Matthew 4, man doesn't live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the the mouth of God. Amen? So Jesus knew the Word. Parents, when we know the Word, when we know the Word, the devil cannot deceive us. He cannot get us off calling. He cannot steal our joy. It may be a tough day, but He still is there with us. The Holy Spirit is empowering us every day, every minute. Let's take Jesus' example and not be deceived. Let's not enter into conversation. It either lines up with the Word of God or it doesn't. Amen. The devil can't deceive us by telling he can give us authority to be a mother if we do it his way. If we listen to him, he can't give us what we already have. He can't give us what we already have. It's already ours. Before the beginning of time, he knew you and he said, I got you. I got a plan for you and it's great. Plans to give you a future and a hope and to bear fruit and let it multiply. He can try, the devil can try, he can try to deceive us. But let's choose not to abdicate our authority. Let's not give away our birthright out of a whim. Come on, can you hear the voice of God calling you today? Men, women, standing for our people, for our friends, our children, other people's children standing and seeing their hearts surrendered, seeing their arms raised, see their, their lives free and, and light. I'm here today to come into agreement with every single one of you today. Absolutely. Been praying on this ever since I knew I was preaching on Mother's Day. And I thought, oh, what a great, what a great, great day to stand. What a great day to picture where each and every one of you will be sitting today and to feel the voice of God speaking over every single one of you, calling you, designed you, anointing you to continue to stand for the people in your world, to pray over you and to declare this morning from the youngest to the oldest, God has called you and anointed you that we will decide today we will no longer abdicate our authority and our right to love and lead our children. But let me remind all of us that His cross to carry is the heavy burdens and the wisdom and the power and the protection. That's His cross to carry. Amen. But our cross to carry is to nurture, is to have the boundaries. Our burden is to teach and to train and to do life with. Let's not get it confused. Let not the devil say it's your responsibility how they turn out. Come on, when we are honest and surrendered before God, it is His responsibility. We are just stewards of these children. They came from heaven, we have them for a season and then He has them back. But that is the time that we have. Can you see it as the most 
this awesome blessing to have them in our lives for a time, but knows who, know whose responsibility they are and who we are responsible to. Who we are responsible to, to love and to nurture and to train for the time that we have them in our lives. Amen. And again, our role in Proverbs 22, teach a child in the way it should go. Sow seeds. Never underestimate if they haven't popped up yet, if they haven't grown yet. Motherhood is about being prayer warriors. Abraham Lincoln said, I remember my mother's prayers and they have always followed me and they have clung to me all my life. There are prayers that you have prayed that have absolutely stuck, will continue to stick and will continue to declare for years to come. Don't ever underestimate. Philippians 4, 6 says, daily, daily, sometimes it's every minute of every day, but daily turn every worry into prayers. Every worry, turn it into a prayer and see God's hand moving over that area. Let's not take responsibility and go, I've got to fix it. Mums, we're not all super women. Some of us are, but not all of us, come on. God's strength, God's power, His wisdom. We bring Him the need. We bring Him the problem and say, God, I know you're gonna take care of it. You will take care of it in your timing. You will take care of it in your way. Don't underestimate the peace and the grace that comes when we surrender it and put it on one of His burdens to carry. Prayerfully surrender what you see in your children, the anxiety, the depression, the laziness, <laughs> the spirit of fear that's trying to get around. Come on, whatever else we see, the rebellious spirit, come on, prayerfully being on our knees, giving that to God and binding that spirit in the Name of Jesus. Whatever you see, bind it pray into it. Release the power of God. We fight not our children. In Ephesians 6, we don't fight our children. We fight the principalities and powers around, the driving force around. We get to love on our kids, but we get to do battle in the Spirit. Amen. We get to love and encourage our kids, but then we get to do some serious battle in the Spirit. And in preparing this message, I am so inspired by the Scriptures that I found that we're going to have a girl crew night coming up. And we're going to pray through these Scriptures. We are going to spend a worship night. We're going to put on some worship and we're going to pray through these Scriptures. We are going to stand in agreement for our children. It was so burdened on me that in today's day and age, I'd love us to encourage one another to pray. If you want, you can join us. It's just going to be here. We're going to move some chairs. We're going to create some space. There's going to be some Scriptures on the screen and we're going to continue to pray them and understand how to pray for our kids, be encouraged to pray for our kids. So we're going to post that on our social media. We're going to send you a message. If I know this message will keep speaking to you as you continue your day. So for more information about City Point West, jump on citypointchurch.com or follow our social media accounts, Instagram, City Point West, or our Facebook, City Point Church West. Have a great day.